We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience presented by DraftKings. Week 5 recap, week 6 advanced betting lines plus the awful lot of nonsense we always get up to on the show thanks for tuning in live if you are here uh, thanks for tuning into the podcast if you're there leave a rating and review while you're there as you can see or as you can probably hear as well i'm not feeling well i have covid as it turns out uh, but that's not gonna stop the show from happening it's just i need the uh, the other people to do the heavy lifting this time around that's obviously why tim is not in studio with me I would say that he could just sit at the other end of the table. We have like a 20-foot desk, but you know he likes to give out hugs all the time, which would put him too much in my bubble. Don't want him to get COVID. So here we are. Uh, leave a rating and review of the podcast. I think I mentioned that already. I'm real loopy and real foggy. I'm not going to lie to you. I watched all these games, and it's just like, and I don't know how much of it stuck. I will get to a point about the Seahawks game a little bit later on, but smash like while you're here and sub to the channel. Gary and Thorne, having a great weekend, and now he's on the show. What's up, dude? I have never felt more like Jeff in that one, I'm the third person on this show. Uh, and two, it might be the saddest I've ever been uh, in terms of just like sports. This has been a very trying weekend for me and I can almost blame Tim for all of it. So this is, it's, it's going to be fun. Let's just say that. 
Uh, Tim, do you agree with Garyan's assessment that this is all your fault? No, I think no responsibility. It's not my fault that Blue Jays are running into each other in the outfield and that the the manager is incompetent and takes out his starter to put Santana to the better side of the plate for him to hit and allow Santana to home run. It's not my fault that Blue Jays are poorly managed and that their fielding is bad. Let them blame themselves. Who was your uh, pick to win the American League there, Tim? I picked the Blue Jays. I didn't realize oh. how incompetently managed they'd be. Interesting. Yeah, Interesting. and the Mets are my National League champion. Oh, I'm sure all Mets fans are aware of that. <laughs> <laughs> it won last night, so so much of your curse theory. Yeah, sure. Otherwise, Gary, and how did you feel about you? You were on here because it was Jets-Dolphins. We were going to pair the two of you up next to each other. Didn't think we'd see a third-string quarterback in the game, unfortunately. No. So this is the thing. I almost feel um, as if I, I'm not going to maybe emote the emotions that, that we had sort of hoped for. I mean, I kind of checked out pretty early in this game. Um, and this is what I want to ask Tim. And, and I'm, I'm really curious to hear his answer. Cause I know in his reality, the jets are sp- supposed to win every game, but I was sitting there after Teddy Bridgewater had been ruled out for the remainder of this game or, or when it had become very clear that Skylar Thompson was going to be the quarterback of the Miami Dolphins for the next three hours. And I sort of was thinking, okay, this is the Jets game to lose. And I really can't think of that many scenarios where the Jets are legitimately the team that should win a football game. So, Tim, how many times have you experienced that feeling in, let's say, the last five years? Next to none. Uh, I didn't believe that until Gardner got his pick today. Once Gardner got that pick in the first half, right at that point, I thought, okay, we are, because I was a little bit terrified. I've seen rookie QBs come in and tear things up in the past. And rookie QBs can sometimes be a tough thing for a defense to face because they haven't been preparing. But once he threw that bad pass to Gardner, who again looks like an absolute well, stud, I mean, let's an absolute stud because his, the Jets, his arm was his arm was tipped. Which is why okay, the pass so, was so bad. So, so yes. the play before he got a safety. Sauce, on a Sauce fantastic play. did a fantastic play on a ball traveling six yeah, miles an I hour. Mean, not, yeah, I'm sure. Let's not give any credit to the guy. You're right. The guy still hasn't given I mean, up a touchdown. I mean, give credit to your defensive Frank, Franklin Myers, whatever his name is. He made the play. He played great, too. He made – look, that is true. But after Sauce made that pick, that's when I thought, okay, this is our game to win. And we're 3-2, and two, and of course, knowing that we have Green Bay – Third week in a row that a team has more rest than we do going into a, a football game. Yes, you, know, you, ha- you certainly play. have the the disadvantage of the team traveling back from Europe. We actually do have the disadvantage <sighs> of playing a team three weeks in a row has had more rest than we do. We played two so teams. You, you count the three hours the pack. What about the hours they're yes. losing, Tim? I'm saying they finished their football game three hours, or sorry, before ours. It's a fact. You can say it's not that important. Maybe it isn't that important, but it's a fact. Now, you ask me how They're often- losing time. Okay. Okay. I, I don't understand what your argument is. With, like, that when it, they land back in North America, they will have lost four to five hours. I think it's five. Yeah, I don't know from, from London to Green Bay what it is. But my point stands is that their game ended physically before. Okay. Like, and th- th- what's ludicrous is that the Jets spent three quarters trying to give that game away. Yeah, it's pretty I got great. for three quarters. The team I thought 
thank goodness the Jets are the f- best fourth quarter team in football, and they proved it again. Because like that team for the first three quarters was like I was as anxious as possible. I was like Sylvester with that little pot of coffee and those those uh, bowls of cigarette butts, like terrifyingly nervous that they were going to ruin it because they were trying to. And then they just show up in the fourth quarter and they dominate because that's what they do. They dominate in the fourth quarter. Uh, but I don't like as much as I, I I'm enjoying the win. I'm not relishing it as much as I would have had we gotten you know to. Uh, and Miami at its full strength. Like, it, it's sort of not the same thing. It's yeah. sort of like, it, the, like, the win is nice. I'll take it. I'll take any win, but it's not the same thing. The forearm shiver that that loser Tyree Kill got from the Jets was phenomenal. To see him flat on his face uh, where he should be. Terrible human being. Uh, court, uh, receiver I got no brief for. Glad to see him, you know, shooting his mouth off about how he didn't want to go to the Jets, uh, making him, you know, look like a fool today and was shut down by the Jets. Uh, you know, that was nice. I relished that Tyreek Hill looking uh, foolish and being uh, embarrassed online. But that's like the only like Dolphins joy I took out of their only misery I took out of Dolphins joy today. The rest of it was like, ah, like they don't have their cornerbacks. They don't have two, uh, like, it counts, but now all these Dolphins fans that I know who two weeks ago are like, Dolphins are going to the Super Bowl. Name one. Name one. Like, Name one besides your dad. I was going to say, my dad was literally looking up tickets to Glendale in February. Okay, name another uh, one. And go on. To, uh, Dolphins Reddit was all about that, too. Like it's, oh, Anyway. Okay. My, th- we went from that to the, the Dolphins fans making nothing but excuses for their team. Which I find You made all the excuses. I didn't have to say a single thing. There are some excuses, but, you know, they are three and two. And they have Minnesota next week in what is a very fascinating game. And everyone who's like, Dolphins are penciling in as a playoff team. They're 3-0. and At least we know they're making the playoffs. Like, they got a better chance to finish DFL in their division than they did to make the playoffs. They actually, but, I mean, per the odds, that is not true, by the way. Well, the Patriots look darn good again today. The Patriots I, I'm just telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you what the odds say, and that's not what I don't it says. care what the odds say. Oh, I don't okay. care what the odds say. I actually watch football with my eyes. Oh, and if yeah. the numbers in your eyes are intention, trust your eyes. Um, how classless was it of Jets Twitter to just start laying the boom on Teddy Bridgewater when the guy's concussed and out of the game? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like that. I didn't like that. That sounds like a very I classic you move. No, praying for like people that. to and get I said, hurt. I brought I hope, it up when you're doing this at the screen attention. and trying to say, "Oh, I hope he doesn't blow his ACL on this play." Now, that's what you do most of the day. No, uh, that's not true. And uh, I, I said I brought it up as the I brought it up and said how much I didn't like that because I didn't like that. Uh, you know, it's great to see Tyreek Hill being embarrassed and laughed up. It was great when Michael Carter scored the touchdown and made fun of Waddle by doing the Waddle dance. Yeah, why? If, if your beef with, because is the with Tyreek Hill, why is he making fun Dolphins. of Waddle? Because we hate the Dolphins, and this is an opportunity to style on them. The Dolphins treated us presumptuously all week, and uh, even though the circumstances what? didn't. The Dolphins were took this game for granted, and Dolphins they were playing fans, their backup quarterback. Why would they take this game for granted? Everyone I heard this week went on about who they loved a favored. Dol- you, well, I would say Rob Pozzola loved him. I mean, and I, you said you I, loved I, it too. I, I liked him. I liked him t- too. I liked him too at minus three and a half with Teddy Bridgewater playing quarterback sure. in New York. Yes, favored in New York. And, listen, you run this game back, and Bridgewater doesn't side. get hurt. They probably win the game by like ten. The, the Jets didn't well, look good. Well, it have to be up by. Except in the fourth quarter when they looked like the best fourth quarter team of football. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, you quarter. just said the Dolphins were treating this game like it was nothing. And the Dolphins were overlooking the Jets. And then I asked you who on the Dolphins did that. And you said Rob Pizzola. No, no. Which I know he's probably the coach of the Dolphins. No, so no, no, no. Well, I'm not sure if it's him or it's you. I, I go back and forth. 
between him or you who coaches the Dolphins. But just you watch the press conferences, the way Tyreek Hill was talking about the Jets in such a presumptuous manner with the fans are treating this game. Uh, you Dolphins have, uh, you know, Jets have won a divisional game since 2019. They're not going to do You know what? A lot of Jets players, they took it personally, and we styled on the Dolphins. And uh, Tyreek Hill literally, when asked why he's not a Jet, said, because there's no state income tax in Miami. You know, he what said you nothing bad think. about the Jets. He just said, "My, I, I, he, I'm going to make more money in Miami." That's about I the most he, like. Go back and watch the way he answered that question. Hey, oh. he didn't need to say anything. Oh, yeah. You and see, he, see, Gary and, Gary, was, Gary and some of us watch the press conferences, not just read what they say, so we can right? interpret it however we want. Uh, unbelievable! You attacking the Jets on a victory Sunday? Go ahead. You know, take your. I mean, we're getting used to victory Sundays because we're getting a lot of them now. But go ahead and keep attacking. Can we? Keep can we just attacking. like review for a moment what Jets victory Sunday has been this season? Because depending sure. on how you want to like sort of classify um, the Steelers quarterback situation, there's an argument to be made that you have yet to beat a starting quarterback in a game in 2022. I think that's a fair statement. Okay, so I just I just want to like again. After you mm-hmm. spent so much time last season, I mean, first and foremost, thank you once again for reverse cursing the Dolphins into their winning streak last year. But then you spent so much time knocking that win streak because it was all against backup quarterbacks, blah, 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 blah. And I would bring that up if it were the Jets, blah, 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 blah. We're, we're kind of in that territory right now, just so you're aware of the circumstance. Yeah, well, I wouldn't call two, two wins quite a streak yet. But, uh, you know, we get to seven and I, and I act like that. Then you'd call me out on it. That's fair. Okay. I don't think you're facing a backup quarterback next week. No, I'm very concerned. As I'll say on the show, that game's not a hinge game. That game is what I call a travel agent game. The Jets win that game, they are going to the playoffs. And Jets fans should prepare for that. If they lose it, then they just get thrown back in the bucket with the rest of the crabs in the AFC trying to climb their way up. They win that game uh, against Green Bay in Lambeau. Ain't, ain't nobody stopping us. At that point, they're a favorite to make the playoffs. They're four and two. Uh, the wild card spot is 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 definitely in their clutches. But the schedule that they've got, and they haven't played the Patriots yet. They haven't played the Bears yet. They haven't played the Jaguars. Wait, I yet. just heard the Patriots were incredible. And they look great today. Patriots are a good team. Jets are a slightly better team. Jets are good too. Also, no- how dare Dolphins fans declare they're going to the playoffs at three and zero? But you, as a Jets fan, can say you have a clear path to the playoffs once you're four and two. Yes. For a game you haven't even won yet. <laughs> You're right. Well, I, and I actually don't think they're going to win, too, to be fair. I agree Bay is going to win that oh, by a lot. Oh, boy. But it's, a, it's an important game. I'm just – look, I'm very excited. You guys are trying to just to deflate my joy, and I get that. I understand why you'd want to do that. But I'm, I'm joyful and I'm optimistic and I'm, he- I'm hopeful. But can it I, isn't – I'm still not enjoying it as much as I want to. Can because, I ask you one question about the game today? Please. I just want a clarification on how you kind of personally assess these situations. So I, I believe the box score says Zach Wilson finished with 210 passing yards. I would say he had 130 because as you astutely pointed out a couple of weeks ago, passing yards against broken coverages don't count. So would you say he had 210 or 130? I would say that 210 is not an accurate depiction of the way he threw today. That okay. is, that is totally fair. But he did run for the most important play of the game, which was that touchdown when it was third down. I was like, man, let's kick a field goal here, which I definitely would have. Like, I, I kind of felt like this game could have swung to the Dolphins right there had they missed that third down and not gotten the touchdown. Uh, 
yeah, he didn't he didn't have a fantastic game. I'll be the first to say he didn't look fantastic. He looked good. He didn't look great. He made no mistakes, which was the real huge thing. Uh, he's he's been working on not making mistakes, and it's true. He oh, really okay. has so, cut down. So so again, just so we can recap what happened today. So Zach Wilson played doing. a perfectly fine game where he didn't make any mistakes, and the defense took advantage of two opportunistic. Um, mm-hmm. I know where turnovers. this is going. Oh, we near or at the opposing team's goal line. So, would you say that's a good way to win games? A sustainable way to win games? No, I don't think it's a, a sustainable way to win games. No, I don't. Okay, but see, we, no, see Gary, and he, come, but Gary, and he's already had this beat out of him as he was yelled at earlier about like, "Hey, didn't you say whenever Tua did this that he sucked?" It's like, and, and I don't think this is a sustainable way to win games. No, no but, but, but but about two hours ago in our text thread, you were all about how great Zach was, how amazing the play was today. Error free. This is how you get to the playoffs. But now it's like I oh, believe you're a what bit, I said. A bit tempted down a little bit now, aren't you? I believe the exact term I used was I said Zach was a okay today. No, that's like, that, exactly no, that, what that, he that, was. that is what you said after you got beat down on it. I think that Zach played fine. He didn't play great. He well, needs to play it, better. It started he needs at, to play better. I'm reading it right now. Zach played great. Then a whole bunch of messages saying how this is basically a Tua game. And then you said, well, he played A-OK. So which is, which is it? Yeah. I am now taking the position that I, conclu- that I concluded with, which ah. is that he was fine. But that he, if this is the way he plays all year, we're not going to succeed. We, he does have to continue to get better. He has shown significant progress on not turning the ball over, and he is showing better progress on feeding, feeling the rush a little bit. Uh, but he needs to work on that, and he needs to throw the ball a little bit more downfield and not throw it so hard. He throws the – I'm sure Gary saw it. He throws the ball way too hard. I'm concerned on every one of these little outruts is going to break his receiver's fingers. But it was a good game. He did enough. He didn't – against a third-string QB, he like was a like Doc Holliday sort of thing. He pitched to the score. He played the way he needed to play to win. I mean, he's two and zero, right? That's that's the stat that counts. Well, no, not not really. But people were holding that as a thing to talk about Lawrence with. So I'm like, if you're going to use that bogus statistic to pump up the great Trevor Lawrence, who lost to Houston and couldn't score a touchdown, then maybe hold the same thing to Zach or stop using that metric. But what you don't get to do is walk around and pretend like Trevor Lawrence is the cock of the walk at three and zero, and then Zach basically does the same thing and you don't even talk about it. Like, you know, no, that I will not stand for. Absolutely not. Won't stand for it. Um, the Jags? Won't stand for it. It, it. Did anyone besides me watch a bunch of that Jags game today? I watched a lot of that game in, in the fourth quarter because the Jets game sort of got out of hand. And I couldn't watch the Browns-Chargers game. I felt so bad and so anxious for Jeff. I was like, I can't even watch this. Because I, I wasn't in our normal, like, watching all the games at one situation. So I had to, like, flip back and forth. And I was like, I felt so anxious for Jeff's anxiety that I flipped over to uh, Houston-Jacksonville for most of the fourth. That game was just littered with critical mistakes from Lawrence. Like, when you go in and look oh. at the yardage that was gained by Jacksonville, I mean, this is probably like the second time this year this happened. Week one, this happened against Indy in Houston as well, where Indy just like kicked their ass the entire game and then needed to get to overtime just for that tie. Like Jacksonville should have scored 30 points today. It was, it was nonsensical trying to watch it. Houston couldn't move the ball until the very final drive when they just sucked up all the clock, went like 73 yards. And that was the end of it. It just, and then on the hail Mary at the end, I'd get, I don't know if you saw this Gary and real, no. sh- real short arm from Trevor Lawrence on the, yeah. on the hail Mary. I mean, I, I think uh, he'd run around for about like seven or eight seconds. It seemed like he was a little concerned. There were guys sort of near his like knees, like they were kind of going low. 
maybe he tried to throw it too high, but yeah, it was sort of funny to see the entire pile have to move like all the way down to the 15 to try to, to try to catch that ball. Um, I don't know. I had some real bad flicks today when it came to like red zone quarterback play. Uh, Lawrence threw that terrible interception late in the third quarter. Uh, I have no idea what he saw on that particular play. Uh, Jacoby Brissett had an absolutely awful interception. I think he was trying to like put a little touch on the ball to like throw it to the back corner, but it's, it's sort of like Madden when you like, you you only have to tap the O button, but if you press, you press down too hard, it comes out real straight. Um, That was awful. And then obviously Carson Wentz, um, another just fantastic. Break to jail, break to jail. That's no other place for Carson Wentz to go, but to prison. Carson Wentz and Matt Ryan back and forth between I can't decide each week who I think is the worst quarterback in football. Mayfield is in the mix, but it's but he's not in that realm right now. It's Ryan or Wentz. And I can't decide who I despise more right now. It's Ryan because I or Wentz, Sorry, because he just threw a pick on the goal line again. And he fumbled. I think I might flipped over to that game. He was fumbling snaps. He was getting stripped. He was running around. He was almost throwing picks. What a disastrous performance. And we get to see him Thursday night. We can't wait. Well, that's, that's, that's where you go for Thursday nights now. The, the worst possible quarterbacks only play on Thursday nights. We had Ryan. I mean, Will, Tim, you were talking about the Jets being flexed into a Sunday night game like 20 minutes before we went on air, right? And you only think, because and you think they're going to have it's, yeah, it's, it's Russ, at, at Dolphins. Yeah, and you think they're going to flex that up for Zach Wilson and Russell Wilson? No one wants to see Russell There's, Wilson near prime time at this point. I know, but it's a real lean schedule, and the only good game would be blocked by CBS or Fox. So, like, you can't keep Dolphins Steelers. In Why not? Steelers in themselves. Are, are they flexing it. games already? Can you, f- you get flexed at a Sunday night? Starting in week seven, you can. That's oh boy, I didn't know that. Possible? Because I was, so, like, I was shocked. I remembered the Dolphins had a Sunday nighter, which was already very strange. And then, sort of thinking like, oh, it could be Skylar Thompson taking the field against just a pathetic Steelers team. Yeah, I, I, they got to get that game off primetime. I don't know what game they can pick to put in there, but you can't you can't put that as your prime pr- product. On I know, Steelers-Dolphins, two historic NFL franchises. I mean, a big If the Dolphins were playing they were, the way they were three weeks ago, you could justify it by saying the Dolphins are fun and people want to watch them. And But you can't right now. Well, two, well, two is probably back for that game, so they'll probably just put yeah. two into I don't think. I don't think I, so. I would guess two is back next week. Yeah, the way I they were talking about it, it seems like he's going to be back next week. But, I mean, I who hope, knows? I sure hope for his sake, after having two concussions in five days, that he does not play. Oh, my goodness. That poor well, guy. I mean, look, I how long are you going to not let him play? Like, if he's fine, if he's passing the tests and stuff, like, either he's playing or he's retiring. Like, I, I don't I don't know. I If, if it's that serious, I know, retire, but, but give him a couple weeks, more weeks, in my opinion. Wait, is that, okay. your, is that mean, your professional opinion as a doctor, or is that just something that you're saying? Well, I'm... I, I'm something that I'm saying. Okay. I just think I'd like to see him take a little more time. That's all. But if he's passing the protocols and he does, he's no longer concussed. Where's the issue? <sighs> if he gets hit tomorrow or three weeks from now and gets another concussion, it's the same thing. I don't know. I don't know. I just, it feels icky to me for someone who've had two concussions in five days. And then like two weeks later to be out there playing. I don't know. It just doesn't seem right to me. Sorry. It was, it was a really tough scene in the Carolina, San Francisco game. They were showing Sam Darnold on the sidelines, Gary, and being like, when, when can Sam Darnold play? <laughs> mm. Mm. he can't but baker yeah. can't but like i don't re- know did, Carolina- didn't, didn't realize your name was gary in there tim you just want to talk all night i'm sorry well no i i would like to hear him anytime we can talk about sam darnold and baker mayfield i would like tim's take first <laughs> no i don't have one sorry 
I mean, they're bad. Look, I, 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 I'll be honest. I didn't watch a lot of that Panthers 49ers game. Uh, I sort of just went for a walk, kind of like collecting my thoughts for the weekend, uh, getting mentally prepared to have to recap my weekend. Um, yeah, look, it was, it, it was, there was a lot of pretty crazy football towards the end of like the, the early slate, I will say. And, and I know Tim doesn't, I, I guess, I don't know if you don't want to talk about the Brandon Staley thing, but it's, we should probably talk about the Brandon Staley oh, thing, right? We should. We should. Oh, I watched the end of it. I have opinions, and I tweeted out some. I have opinions. All right. Well, I'm glad that the Chargers ended up winning, so Jeff can be a part of the Tuesday show and not have thrown himself down a flight <laughs> of stairs or something like that. But I, I don't know. I mean, everyone's just kind of ragdolling Staley right now because they didn't get it. I mean, you're supposed to go for it there. I don't know what you want the guy to yeah, do. No, not. No, you're not. Not yeah, you Matt's box. Yes, you are. Time left. Yeah, you are. No, you, you get, are you not. Get, you Jeff, get it. Jeff knew it immediately too. Everyone knew it. Yeah, like, it's it's really it's that. really it's really easy to say that when they don't get it. It really is. No, it, in the moment, in the moment, everybody I, said, what "I would, I would say, decision. go for it." I'm going. I mean, look, for it. I think, I think my problem in in a general sense with it was just, and and Jeff can speak to this. I know he's been talking about it a lot this season. If Staley hadn't clearly sort of like changed his philosophy the first four weeks of the season on how aggressive he wanted to be. Like, I don't know if this was ownership talking to him. I don't know if like the perception he's kind of developed in the media was maybe starting to bug him. Um, But with how passive he had been in these situations in the preceding four weeks, again, I'm not even saying he's wrong necessarily. I think when you have Justin Herbert, yeah, I can see the argument for just like, Hey, let's go win this game. Um, But I was surprised that after being, so conservative this season that was the moment he decided to go back to being Brandon Staley that was what was kind of surprising to me just Cleveland wasn't stopping anything all game they played zero defense what makes you think you weren't going to get a yard a lot of things what decay and if that's the case put it put the ball in Eckler's hands then if you really think you just need to get a yard Eckler just got stuffed again if you're going to go for it I say give it to Justin Herbert give it to your best player with two did. minutes left, it makes sense. With like, it would have been under a minute for the Browns to march down there and kick a field goal. That, that's just it was never. It wasn't going to. The odds were just better to punt it there. They well, that, just, that that's actually not true. The odds were worse if you punted it there. It you know it's you know sometimes and we saw it again in the Lions game today too. Where the Lions should have kicked a field goal by the numbers, but it said they went for it. Like sometimes going for it makes sense, and sometimes going for it doesn't make sense. And it's all about trying to read the room. And Staley does not under Staley's. The, one of the very worst coaches in football. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's inconsistent and wishy-washy. Gary makes a great point, sort of picking backing off what Jeff's been saying about that. He doesn't. He doesn't have a plan. He's a bad coach. He's hurting a talent-rich team. I was so happy Cleveland missed that field goal because the Chargers were the better team today. But my gracious, he just doesn't put his team in positions to win. He's out there hurting his team. It, it makes it's very discouraging. Very he, discouraging. He often puts his teams in situations to win. That's why they blow so many games. No, like he's not going to survive this season. It doesn't seem like. Mm, I don't know. I mean, after this I, season, I think the unless they have probably a... still make the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, I if he Gary, and they're, they're, they're three and two right now. They win next week. They're four and two. Automatic bid oh. to the playoffs. So, oh, I forgot about that loophole. I know that's great news for Brandon Staley. Yeah, he'll be very hard to fire him once once he makes the playoffs on the auto clinch. Right, Tim. 
I didn't say auto clinch, but I said we're, we'd be definitely be favored to make the playoffs at that point. We should be giving our schedule. There's no line on that game for next week. Before we jump into next week, Jets and Packers is off the board. Maybe Aaron Rodgers lost his luggage coming back from London. That would account for that three-hour time difference uh, that they have the extra rest for the game. I, I will I say, you, you were talking about how Trevor Lawrence and his Hail Mary looked very sad. Um, I was worried that maybe Aaron Rodgers got hurt throwing that Hail Mary mm. in the London game. The way they hit him, I was like, like, obviously show the end of the play. Let me see what happens. But um, I was pretty surprised when they cut back and Rodgers was like standing up and fine. I really thought he took a bad hit there. And he laid on the ground for a good 30 seconds, it seemed. Maybe he just had a case of the sads. Maybe. Maybe yeah. that's what happened. I don't know. I mean, that was a – you want to talk about – I mean, if we talk about A-block PTI things, like how was that not in the A-block? Our next partner has a product I literally use every single day. I started taking Athletic Greens because I felt like I didn't have time to put together a super healthy breakfast every single morning, so I'd wake up, I'd feel logy. And then all of a sudden, like, my next four hours were just, like, pounding coffee into myself. I started taking Athletic Greens in the morning because I wanted a supplement that actually tastes good, gave me more energy, and optimized my immune system. Then all of a sudden, feeling great all the time with Athletic Greens. It made such a notable difference that my wife started doing it as well. So now we have to order two packs of Athletic Greens every single time. Well, worth it. And it's lifestyle friendly because it takes absolutely no time to put together and you can just pound it back. Athletic Greens is a small micro habit that has big benefits. It's the one thing you can do every single day that takes care of yourself. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash mayo. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash mayo to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products, and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. 
Harry's quality is top-notch thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Let's do that right now, then. Let's try to program what the four biggest stories of tomorrow is for the A Block, Morning Sports Center, PTI, whatever it's going to be. I think it's Dallas beating the Rams. Yeah. I can see that. Okay. I can see that. I can see Dallas being the first thing. And they played great. There was like, I, I had a very poor week of picks, uh, obviously, if anyone tracked my picks for the week. But Tennessee, Dallas, and San Francisco were like the three obvious picks of the week that just seemed fishy to everyone. And I mean, Tennessee, I suppose, could have lost that game, but you still had to get Carson Wentz not to do Carson Wentz things in order for that to happen. But you know, Dallas and San Francisco easily covered uh, their mm-hmm. spreads. Uh, even though the line seemed like a little bit off. Uh, so I decided to go the other way on all three of those. So three losses for me on that front. <laughs> but Dallas, I know they're, are they going to let Cooper Rush continue to play till he loses to make sure Dak is as healthy as possible? I guess is the question. I guess you buy yourself more time, um, which to your point, um, you know, I, I know there's, there's the like, this is a conversation, but it's not a real conversation happening in New England right now, too, where, you know, Bailey's not going to be the starting quarterback. He's not going to usurp Mac. However, the winning of games and looking half decent does give you the chance to like not have to rush Mac back. And, um, you know, maybe that maybe that's what we'll see with Dak as well. Uh, maybe if he needs you know, if it's between two to three weeks and maybe you can lean towards the three weeks with just the accumulation of wins and building up that cushion. And and look, the NFC doesn't seem like it's incredibly deep. Like, I I don't think the Cowboys are going to have to do too, too much. Like nine wins might get you a wild card spot this year. So they might be able to play it a little safe, I think. Uh, But look, Cooper Rush is not, he's not lighting the world on fire by any means. They go Eagles next week on Sunday night football. So unless they rush back, Dak back for that, they then go Lions and Bears both at home before they're at Green Bay. So I would think back for Green Bay. I would say back for Green Bay is probably where you put them out right now. I mean, they might go loss, loss, loss. I would certainly hope not with the Lions and Bears on the schedule. But even if you can just get those three extra weeks for Dak to heal, like if you're actually and this defense is absolutely legit. You know, like I, I found it really strange that Micah Parsons hurt himself in the game and then they were only using him in on third down. And he looked great when he was in. It's like if this is a groin strain, I would really want to be like you're already up by like 12 here towards the end of the game. I'd want to make sure that he's okay. 
going forward. But yeah, if you can just milk out Cooper Rush and try to be four and two, five and one without him, obviously that's you'd want to be five and one. But if you're trying to think about Super Bowl with this defense, Dak can't be Rush back and then he's like 80% Dak the rest of the way. He needs to be 100% and not get hurt again. So I would think that they do hold him out till Green Bay. I would. I mean, I would hold him back until he's 100%, whenever that is. If he's 100% for the Bears game, then play him in the Bears game. If he's 100% for the Green Bay game, play him in the Green Bay. Like, whenever he's 100%. There's no need to rush. You're 4-1. and one. You, The NFC is terrible. Uh, you, you know, if, particularly if you lose next week to Philadelphia, you're in a real bad way in terms of the, trying to win the division. So just be smart about it, right? You, you just you play him when he's 100% and not a second beforehand, and you, and you don't regret it. Yeah. Um, look, it's, it's, it's an interesting kind of situation in that game. You know, you've obviously got two different competing storylines. One being the fact that the Cowboys are surviving, um, without their star quarterback. And then you've got the Rams who just look absolutely horrendous. Um, they can't do anything on offense. Their offensive line is putrid and it's really Mm -hmm. affecting Matt Stafford. Um, but yeah, I think if, if we're playing like guess the headlines, I would say, yeah, the Cowboys are probably number one. Then I think you've either got giant surprising win coming in after that or uh, Tom Brady's sack. Was that actually roughing the passer is going to be like a a block material thing? Because it's got all the great elements of let's talk about officiating and Tom Brady. That's yeah, a good, that's a great point. The, the mighty Falcons do improve to five and zero against the spread, and they, I mean, they—they they, if that is a sack and not a roughing the passer, which it wasn't. Even Brady trying to like he didn't even try to defend it after the game. He's just like, I'm not the one who throws the flags, so don't blame me for this. But if Atlanta gets the ball back there, crazier thing that like they're only down by six. They even did the going for yeah. two. And this happened at another point, and I I just want to say it now. There was a point in the Seahawks game, and this is from Pat, who had plus five and a half. They got within six. It was 31 to 25. And then they decided to go for two for no reason and didn't get it. I, I just, can anyone explain the logic? to me on this one of why you're down six and then you go for two because all that happens if you don't get it means the saints can kick a field goal and then they're up by two scores like that just did their kicker get hurt and i didn't notice that would be the only reason i guess is because you don't i I don't know i don't understand it i would have kicked the extra point there but like Pete carroll's just playing it by the seat of his pants he doesn't know he's doing yeah i was also trying to figure that one out that was like I, i think i caught that on like red zone without sound and I was like, oh, maybe I read the score wrong. And then I looked at my phone. I'm like, no, that was the score. I don't really understand that one. For the um, first two, uh, probably at least the first quarter of the Chargers-Browns game on on uh, Sunday Ticket, I only had the French commentators <laughs> for some reason. So I kept seeing, oh, le grand Derwin James n'est pas là. And I was like, oh, my God, I hope this, they keep this the whole game. But they eventually switched over to the English commentary. But I watched a good part of the first quarter. The zone didn't even, have, didn't even have play-by-play on Jets-Dolphins for the first six or seven minutes of the game. Oh, good. I was trying to figure out what was happening between, like, is Teddy Bridgewater dead slash was that a fumble slash that- – Oh, now a, you're calling it a safety? A terrible call for a safety. That's not grounding. That's not grounding. Right. He clearly got hit, and the ball fell out. Like it wasn't a fumble; it was just an incomplete pass. That was a yeah. like I, I that was a bad call. The Jets had the, look. The referees were friendly to the Jets today, by and large. I will be the first to admit that. 
Uh, they were like that the face masking call mm. on the sack against mm-hmm. Zach Wilson after they had just called what was a legit face mask, but way too late. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I was like, oh, man, like the Jets are getting breaks today. I, I can't deny that. And they did get breaks today. Which, again, um, is why I was sitting there and I'm like, this is this is a rare case mm-hmm. where I, I can just I, the Jets have to win this game. Oh, I would have been all the pressure was on the Jets. Like they, they had to win that game. Inconsolable. If they had, lo- had lost this game. I, I don't know how many people I would have demand their firing, but it would have been several. So Brady and then the London game. Did you guys watch all of the London game? Because I fell asleep uh, at halftime and woke up in overtime. And I was like, I don't know what's going on in this game. Like there was a safety somewhere still. I haven't gone back and watched it. Had no well, idea. The safety was at the, okay. So the safety was like, it was 27 20 and the giants had the ball on their own six or five uh, and they just ran the ball in their end zone. The punter ran out of bounds. Okay. That makes more sense then. I was like, how did this score end up this way? It was just all very confusing for me. You know, I'm waking up in like a haze state being like, I thought the Packers were winning this game. What the hell happened to the Packers in the second half? There was, there a Ponzi scheme. We need to definitively at some point rank your various Ponzi schemes in the league, but the Packers are right up there. I'd, I'd call the Giants a Ponzi scheme, but they keep winning. I don't know how no, they the do Giants, it. The Giants are a Ponzi scheme. Well, that's that's the problem with ranking the Ponzi schemes right now is I, I think it's a much quicker and easier list to just name the teams you actually trust because I don't know if there's more than like four. But a Ponzi scheme also means that people aren't aware in general of that team's sketchiness. Like the Panthers aren't a Ponzi scheme anymore. People know they're bad. Like people know that that is rotten from the inside out. It's like they're off the list. But the Packers, I don't think people are there yet. Uh, the Rams, I don't know if people are there yet. No, I mean, I think there's a I, – I, look, I don't want to say that people think the Rams or the Packers are bad, but I think there's been a a certain level of uneasiness with both those teams this season. I mean, we Fair. spent all of August – well, first off, NFL people trying to figure out a baseball injury on a quarterback was hilarious. Um, but, you know, there was like, can Matthew Stafford throw a football was a headline that we saw a lot in late July, August. So I think there was some skepticism about the Rams and getting blown out and dismantled on the first game of the season on national television certainly didn't help. Almost blowing a game to the Falcons certainly didn't help. And, you know, the Packers, I mean, as soon as they traded Devontae Adams, I think there was some skepticism about how good this team could be. And and, and to answer Pat's first question, their defense was just terrible. Um, You know, you look at that Giants receiving core, the fact that they were able to put together sustained drives where these guys were creating space and creating separation, it's it's got to be really scary if you're someone who's sort of assessing the Packers or maybe has a Packers ticket in your pocket. Um, they've got to do something about that defense. Oh, unbelievable. They can't stop the run. They haven't been able to stop the run for almost a year. They can't stop it. Uh, but if the Packers had just you know run the ball a little more in the fourth quarter, I think they would have won the game. Uh, like that third and fourth down play, both those passes. Uh, I think that I think you put the ball in Jones's hands for one of those two downs. I think you probably get it done. It was a very weird, weird performance. I'll tell you this right now: if the Jets win next week, I don't know what I'm going to be like on this show. I'm afraid of the things I will say. I'm afraid of the places my mind will go. I, I don't know how excited I will be on Sunday Night Live if the Jets are four and two and staring down the barrel of what could just be like a 13 win season. 13 win season they still have to play the bills twice you know yeah but i think the, the second bills game is late and given the way the bills are playing like uh you know every team's gonna lose in buffalo so like the bills could just have ever could have the ones he'd wrapped up by then right so then the jets might be able to do something i don't know the bills are looking great 
Uh, of course, the Bills look great against soft teams. Uh, we'll see if, when the next if, week will be the test, won't it? Next if the, the test. Jets don't lose a single game going into that game, then by that logic, the Bills won't have the number one seed wrapped up because the Jets will be on their heels. No, well, they play earlier in the year, too, and the Jets will lose that game, too. Okay. Dallas? We have we have Dallas, the Giants, and Green Bay, and Brady's. We have three of these spots filled of the four. Well, what's the fourth story? Buffalo. Eh. Buffalo continues to dominate. Or, you know, we, we also should reserve a spot for tonight if Lamar goes nuts or if the Bengals have a great game. Could just be Eagles stay undefeated. Honestly. Could be could be Eagles stay undefeated, yeah. Yeah, because nothing else really stands out to me. I just look, look thinking about what, what are the big things from these games. Yeah, Buff, Buffalo. Maybe it's just maybe it's the Chargers and Cleveland, the end of that game. Yeah, could be possibly. I mean, I, I think Tim's probably onto something. I think you've got a big divisional game between the Ravens and the Bengals. Uh, you could argue that this is. Um, especially with the Browns losing today. Uh, I know it's early in the season, but this is kind of for the division. You know, it's 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 a big first early step in the right direction mm-hmm. to winning that division. So that, that'll that probably be, uh, get a lot of play if we do get a competitive game. And even if we don't, the storyline would be, you know, what's wrong with the Bengals? What's wrong with the Ravens? They just got blown out on Sunday Night Football. Have you put a travel agent on retainer yet if the Jets do happen to win next week against Green Bay? No, I have not. But again, I don't know. Can you get your dad know. to show you how to find Super Bowl tickets and places to stay in <laughs> Scottsdale? I might have to. I'm telling you, I don't know where my mind could go if the Jets go to 4-2. and two. I, uh, I got receipts. About- I got a lot of receipts. And a lot of people will be eating a lot of crow if the Jets didn't are you want Salo? Didn't you want him fired yeah. like three I, weeks ago? I may still want him fired soon. I, I still think he's not doing enough with the talent that he's got. But... Uh, I'm, I'm happy with the performance, even though I have real criticisms. I don't think Zach's playing up to this potential. I don't think Sal is coaching this team as well as he can. This team is 3-2, and two, and it's where they sh- should be in terms of, like, the two games they lost. They had no chance of winning either of those two games. And, I mean, if the Browns didn't have a Mariners-like or the Mariners like comeback, I mean, for the Jets, they'd be 2-3 and three right now. Like, the Jets are... <sighs> the Jets I'm are glad three you stumbled two. on that trying to burn me. <laughs> yeah, I did, and that was unfortunate, wasn't it? Uh, anyway, this doesn't have to just be about the Jets. We can talk about other games. I am very, very impressed, continually impressed by San Francisco. I will say, I was the most impressed of San Francisco, other than Buffalo. San Francisco impressed me more than any other team today. When they're rolling, man, oh, man, they're a very difficult out. They were part of my free money last week. They were my super lock this week. Like they were the right side of both those games from the, the start of the game. And like, there's just no playing against San Francisco right now, unless you're an elite top, top, top tier team, San Francisco is going to roll you into, into dust. I mean, does it, do we care when somebody beats the Panthers? That's kind of why I'm not like the bills are leading sports center tomorrow because like, yeah, they beat the Steelers. Cool. They should have. I think it matters. Okay. I mean, I just look, the Panthers, just no signs of life at this point. Um, I'm, I'm shocked. I, I mean, what Matt rule, what do we think four weeks left or, or, or is this a situation where they try to keep him around because he's doing such a great job at losing games. And that's kind of just what they need at this point. I don't I, know. They, I, they fired Ron Rivera early. So they're probably inclined to fire rule early. 
Now, if they have like a beeline for the first overall pick, they're they're going to stick with Matt Rule here, so they can get a quarterback for next year. Oh yeah, put Mac, Ben McAdoo in charge of the team. That won't that won't change anything. He's the OC. That doesn't change anything. That trajectory continues on the same downward spiral. Yeah, but this, this is a lock if you got Matt Rule in here right now. Yeah, Rule's a bad coach. Uh, you'll go to college, and I'm sure he'll be fine. Paul, what was the uh, what did you have to say? You kept raising your hand. I think it had something to do with the Jets playing teams with too much break time. I'm guessing. Well, it's ridiculous. Every time we turn around, the Jets are victimized by having to face. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we are. Like Park Avenue is putting nothing but obstacles in our way. How many teams in the NFL history have beaten teams back to back coming off mini buys? Bet you that list is real darn short. Jets just did it. Real short. Like this is becoming like a baseball stat. The Jets have back-to-back wins c- coming against teams off mini buys using their backup quarterback on days that end in Y. Well, the Steelers went to their went to their backup quarterback. They chose. I mean, they're both backup quarterbacks. Let's be perfectly honest well, about that, how we should be kind of assessing that Steelers situation. That's fair. Just you, it's it's just garbage. Did did you treat yourself after the Jets won? There's been a couple hours in between. Yes. What'd you get? <laughs> you know what I got. Oh, you got some stickers, did you? Any good ones? Let's yeah. Go. Uh, did- I got a couple that I didn't have. I'm set in a couple spots. Oh, that you didn't have. So, you, so you've been playing, have you? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I've been playing the last few do, days. Do you have any of the key stickers? Like No, the- I don't. I don't have any of the rare stickers yet. Okay. Well, that's not good. Maybe you should have played earlier. You'd have them. Maybe. Uh, but, you know, can- anyway... We- Tim, how many boards do you go through in a, oh, in a McDonald's I, Monopoly season? I only use the one board. Oh, okay. I don't know. I keep where, the where board does, somewhere Where safe. do you keep the board in your house? Under my mattress. <laughs> so no one steals it? And just so that I always know where it is. Do you it's always tape, in the same spot. Do you spot. tape them to like the board, or how do you do that? Uh, you, they're, they're sticky. Uh, you oh, peel okay. off. Like, they're little stickers, right? You stick them right to the, right to the board. Uh, yeah, I had, a, I had a McNugget meal. A guy in the chat says the Panthers aren't beating anyone, but they're close in every game. Definitely a solid win for the Niners, Tim. I don't think they were particularly close today, were they? It's thirty-seven to fifteen. <laughs> what way was it close? Yeah, yeah, it was. It was a real nip and tuck. I mean, there were some real Carolina. key of plays course, that didn't go the Panthers' direction. That's what you're not seeing. Tim. I know San Francisco have the cover Kings next week in Atlanta, but uh, the Niners have got to be the play next week. Well, we better see what the spread is. What if it's like minus 403? Then I'll take Atlanta. Yeah, I suppose you're right. See, these are the things you have to think about. Let's try to do that right now. Then Let's try to get – actually, do you want to give out who's Sunday Night Football? Who's not going to score the first touchdown? And I feel like you've Lamar, this. Lamar Lamar Jackson is not scoring first. See, here, see, here's the thing, Gary. And week one, do you know why this worked? Because he wasn't playing into the bit. That's it. When he wasn't playing in the bit, it was like spur of the moment. He's, I picked the Bengals to win this game. That's, that's I fun. think the Bengals are going to win comfortably. Fields out of left field. Yeah, it was just like just off the top of your head. Like, who is like it? Justin Fields. Yeah. Now he's thinking about it, and he wants to be yeah. reverse right so that the people get money because he is the man of the people. Come on, Top Cat. Yeah. You need, but we need There's something a lot better of- than that. A lot of interior psychology going on here, but it's no, not. Not really. Like it just uh, the first one, like off the cuff. Who's not going to score? Boom! Justin Fields hit a twenty-two to one winner. Now, like you, how long have you been thinking about who's not going to score the first touchdown? Now, like two days. 
at the while. Yeah. Yeah. See that that people that's, ask that's, me. That's rooting it. People keep soliciting my opinion, and I won't tell them, but that makes me think about it. See, you've ruined. Who's the not going to score first in the Monday night game? I was even thinking about the Monday night. It's what Raiders Chiefs. Yeah. Not Mac Hollins. As long so as it's not him, good. I don't care. Dude, there we go. See, there, there's a, there's we some info. That that was that, that was savvy. With Hunter Renfro back too, he's going to be great. Maybe he's super Can't stand Holland's guy. Because he played for the Dolphins. No, not no. It's not just that. It's just he like, seems like a really nice guy. I just I'm annoyed. He just pops up out of nowhere. I don't like when the Bills throw to that fullback I've never heard of before either. Gilliam. Yeah, it's like well, get out of here. Let good. You're saying he was fall. an Insta Raider before he even played for the Raiders. Basically, basically oh. that's true. Makes me feel even better about this not scoring the first touchdown thing. Hey, your boy Shakira had a touchdown today. <laughs> yes, he did. The guy's great. He dropped one of the easiest passes I've ever seen as well. Devonta Smith, too. Just bounced like right off right off his face in that Cardinals game. All right, you guys ready to go the Eagles ahead? Looked like they weren't, the Eagles looked like they were in quicksand today. They weren't even trying. And, and they, they won that game. And they still won, yeah. Did yeah not, that's did, scary. Did, did not help my minus five. I'm not going to lie to you. Week- as Cam said, the back door was open. I mean, it wasn't really the back door. They tied the game up with like a quarter to go. How many turkeys do we think Cam had this weekend? Not whole turkeys, but like a bite of how many different turkeys do you think Cam (laughs) had this weekend? Over, under three and a half. Over. I would take the over as well. Me too. Week six spreads. You guys are going head to head on this. Gary and you can have first go. Thursday night football. Commandos at the Bears. Oh boy. Bears minus two and a half. Tim? Bears by one. Bears by yeah. Tim Tim's cheating here, but it's not Bears by. It's Commandos by one, actually. Oh really? Yeah, I think Tim cheated on this too, Gary, and just to beat you. That's fine. That's fine. Why would I do that? I have nothing to be gained. You were looking. I, the show. I took well. If you win the integrity this, of the show, sweet sweet credit. We all know how much no. you love there's no, credit. There's no, there's no credit to be gained on that. Buccaneers at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Tim. I'll say Bucks by nine and a half. Gary. Bucks by 10. Bucks by seven and a half. Mm-hmm. Jags at Colts. Oh my God. Gary. <laughs> Jags at Colts. Um, Colts minus three. Tim. Colts by two. Colts by one and a half. I like the Jags. Hmm. I'm just going to say that. Oh, I, I, I can't bet the Colts. Yeah. So. How many Raquel Welshes is that game worth? <laughs> Yeah, no, <laughs> no line on Jets and Packers as of yet. So maybe there is something with this Rodgers injury. Not quite sure on that. Ravens. I should say, like, I nothing ever came out that he was hurt. It just looked like a real bad hit. Well, it's just it's surprising that there's no line on this game. Yeah. Then. What would it be if Rodgers plays? Packers by six and a half. I'd say seven and a half. It's it's in Green Bay. Yeah. 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 Seven, seven and a half. Ravens at Giants. Tim. Oh my God! Super Bowl rematch. Oh, yeah. Uh, hmm. The Giants getting credit. The Baltimore by three and a half. Incorrect. Ravens at Giants. Ravens by two. Ravens by five and a half in New York. Oh, no credit mm. for the Giants. None. Okay. Zero. Did, Thought they'd get some credit. Should the Giants get credit? Or are they just going to no. be this team that no one gives credit to all year and they just keep winning games? 
I guess they're not going to get it. I mean, if they win next, I, I, I don't know. I figured they'd get some after the last two weeks. Surprised. If they didn't look good in either of those games. No, I know, but they won them both. So, like, anyway. Their offense looked the best it's looked all season in the second half today. Agreed. I'll give them that. Agreed. Bengals at Saints. Garyan. Bengals at Saints. Bengals by two and a half. Tim. Pick them. Bengals minus one is the current line. Niners at Falcons. I was wrong with my prediction earlier, Tim. Do you have a guess? Niners at Falcons? Mm-hmm. Niners by seven. Gary? Niners by five and a half. Niners by six. So you guys meet in the middle on that one. Falcons do love to cover, so plus six most definitely in play. Patriots at the Browns. Gary? Jeez. Patriots at the Browns. Um, Browns by one. Tim? Browns by two. Browns by two and a half. These teams are mirror images of each other at the moment. Yeah. Can I just note, this will just nothing but annoy you, the fact that the Niners are shorter favorites at Atlanta than at Carolina. They finally have figured it out then. that The Falcons are slightly better. They should, yeah. I mean, the Falcons, if they don't get – I don't know how the game turns out if the Brady sack thing doesn't happen, but if the Falcons win that game, they're currently, they'd be currently winning that division. Yep, that's true. And the Falcons do get their two games against Carolina, so hopefully they can hit their season win total over super quickly because it's four and a half. So that'd be nice. Uh, Cardinals at Seahawks. Oh, it's a fun game. Seahawks. Bet the over on Seahawks games, Garyan. Yeah. Uh, God, they're fun to watch. Uh, Cardinals at Seahawks. I'll take Seahawks by three. Seahawks by three? Tim. No, I'm going the other way. I'm going to say Arizona by one and a half. It's Arizona by two and a half. I like the Seahawks a lot here. Wow. Yeah. I, I what, like what is the difference between these two teams? Seattle can't play defense. I mean, Arizona can't play offense yeah. for a full two quarters. Mm, I don't know. I think I like Arizona there. I mean, Seattle plays offense. That they can do. Rashad Penny. Except out. when they get shut out. Except when they get shut out, which they when, did already this season. Who do they get shut out by? San Francisco? San Francisco. Yeah. Well, they're not playing San Francisco this week. They're not, but I'm just saying, like, Seattle's offense is streaky. I mean, they had six bad quarters. They scored quor- 17. They scored. They, they, had six, they had six bad quarters, and then since, they've been awesome. Against Detroit and New Orleans. And New Orleans, who supposedly has a very good defense. I like, okay, we disagree. I like Arizona. There. Are, are you saying that, New, okay, you can, we can disagree on the game. That's fine. Are you now saying that New Orleans has a bad defense? No, I think New Orleans defense is not nearly as good as people thought it was. The people thought it would be a top five defense. It's clearly not that good. What about the Cardinals defense? I don't know. I mean, the Cardinals kept Philly to, what, 20 points today? Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's a Cardinals D. Now very good, Garrett. Not bad like David not that bad. last week. Not that bad. Not that bad. You just said the well, Eagles looked like they were in quicksand all day. Yeah. <laughs> like give that credit to the Cardinals. Well, I mean, in the end, the Cardinals had to be doing something right to game plan against them, right? Panthers at Rams. Oh, Lord. Ponzi scheme versus Ponzi scheme. <laughs> this is going to be, I don't know. I, I, I can't even imagine picking either side of this game because I hate both these teams so much. Uh, it's in L.A. or in Carolina? It's in L.A. Rams by seven. And that's way too many points. I was going to say Rams by six. Rams by nine. 
Whoa! Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. You still you gonna feel good about taking the Panthers there? No, but I think it, it, I will not lay nine points with this Rams team. Oh, we had this argument earlier today. I was wrong about this. Bills at Chiefs, Gary. Bills at Chiefs. Chiefs by one. Tim. Chiefs by one, but if they win, yeah, right now Chiefs by one. You know, if I if Chiefs by one was the answer, I would have told Gary and he was correct. You know that, right? No, oh, darn it. Okay. You weren't even listening You're to right. Gary and were you? You're right. I, I only play every – well, no, I was, but I forgot that's how we play this game. Chiefs by one – okay. What is it? It's, it's Bills by one. Bills are favored in Arrowhead. Hmm. If the Chiefs win convincingly tomorrow night, they won't be. I agree. Interesting. Cowboys at Eagles. Tim. <sighs> What's the Cowboy tax here? It should be six, but it isn't six. I'll say Philadelphia by four and a half. Gary. Uh, Philadelphia by six. Ah, you guys, uh, Garyan's closer. It's Philadelphia by five and a half, leading to oh my god, Monday Night Football has the Broncos on it. Oh, yeah. But also the, but also the Chargers. Wait, uh, did we? Well, is, is there just no line for Dolphins Vikings? I I didn't see Dolphins Vikings. To his status, probably. Still yeah, the, the game's not like not not only like the the Jets Packers games on the board. There's just no odds attached to it. The Miami Miami Minnesota just isn't there. Oh. Take the Minnesota Park, first Park half Street line. heard Tim talk about how Tua should just retire, so they're forcing the Dolphins' hand by just canceling their games. Denver, well, just take, yeah, take Minnesota first half. De- Denver at the Chargers Monday night. Oh boy, wait, t- is this Tim or me? Uh, it's Tim actually. Chargers by six and a half. No, Chargers by three and a half. Tim got it right. It's Chargers by six and a half. Wow. Yeah, I think people know that exactly what. No one wants to line up and bet Denver right now, so I don't know how big a line you can make it before people start getting Denver action, right? Oh, I, I found some. I found some odds on this. Minnesota at Miami, not at DraftKingsSportsbook.com. <laughs> can you uh, give us a hint? Like, is this presuming Teddy plays? Do you think based on the number? I, I have no. I couldn't. Wait, tell wait. What, do you think there's a difference between Teddy and Tua, implying that you think Tua is better than Teddy? Oh, I think there's a difference between. Teddy to uh, and uh, whatever his, his name? name was. To, What's his I name? I don't Don't remember. Give any credit for this win if you can't name the quarterback. Oh my God. I'm blanking on the man's <laughs> name. I just watched him play too. Skyla. Uh, yes. Skyla. I kept getting texts from certain people. That's what the. No. No. We're, not, we're just not going to do this. So, Gary, Gary, and you can go first. Minnesota at Miami. Uh, Miami by two. Tim. Vikings by two. Vikings by three. Hmm. And what do we say? There is a line for Jets Packers here as well. What did I say Jets Packers was going to be? Seven and a half? Yeah, I think so. That's what it is. Pat makes the book. Makes the lines from the book. That's why the books always win, you know, because I'm making the lines. It's not true. Oh, the Bills are favored by two here. Wow. Interesting stuff. All I really, right. really, really, really like Kansas City in that game. No, no kidding. Thanks, Tim. No, like I mean, the Bills are respectable and playing great football, but like the Chiefs are a cut above. Better team getting points. How often you get that opportunity on Sunday? Night? I mean, they're they're first in the NFL in EPA per play. They're they're playing very well. 
I, I won't take that away from him. I'm just not shocked you're not picking the Bills. No, I mean I picked the Bills this week. I thought they were going to kill Pittsburgh. <laughs> uh, Pittsburgh I, I'm on exactly. Jeff's. I'm on Jeff's theory, which is that the Bills may win every home game by a million. Paul, uh, Paul has uh, something to say about this. You were, you were saying that the that the spread was probably a little bit too wide. You were very trepidatious, which is like a word that you kind of use. And you were saying that Pickett was going to have a great game. I thought Pickett was going to have a good game. He didn't. I thought, But I also did pick Buffalo minus 14 in the end. Uh, yeah, I was a little anxious about it. And then that game early on, Pittsburgh was sort of like hanging around a little bit, and then then it sort of went sideways on them. What are you talking uh, about? They gave up a 98-yard touchdown on the first drive. Yeah, but it was then what? Uh, it was 31-3 at halftime. It was, <laughs> it was 20, like, just 10-3, and the Steelers were moving. Early in the game, it looked like that Pittsburgh might have some fight in them, and then and then eventually, after the second game, Davis touched down. I cool. mean, early in the Dolphins-Jets game, I would say the Dolphins' offense looked frisky, and then they lost Teddy. I mean, <laughs> real, it was really early in the game. But mm-hmm. early mm-hmm. still. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Too, well, sorry. I was too busy waddling in the end zone. Uh, to, to, uh, I liked how he did it and wasn't sure the camera caught it the first time. So then he Because <laughs> he wanted people to know we are sweet. Oh, like I know. Dolphins. He wanted credit. He wanted he, credit, Tim. We you are a like man the of Dolphins, your team, if nothing and else. And we are styling on the Dolphins, even though this is not the Dolphins team we wanted to style on. I tip my cap to you. You you should have won that game, and you did win that game. Congratulations. I still hate you for picking the Jays to win the American League. Sorry. Tim will be back on Wednesday show with Jeff as we pick all of the games. But, Garyan, people haven't seen you, at least on this show, since the Custy Awards. Where you been? Just hanging out, <laughs> writing for uh, DraftKings Nation, DraftKings Playbook. Uh Real a lot of winners during the MLB season. So if you guys want to still bet some baseball, uh, even though I had a real sad week with the Jays, went three and zero on my wild card round futures. So uh, be writing up some baseball bets. Check me out over there. Uh, writing up the showdown slates for Thursday and Monday night as well. So I'm sure I'll pop back on for another Sunday at some point. All right. Well, you can follow Garyan verified on Twitter at Garyan Thorne. Much better than Tim is. The fact that you're Gary, you, that you're verified. He's still very upset about that. It's been like three years. I'm not upset about it at all. I came to accept it very early. And I'm very, you know, as I, as I texted him at the time, or tweeted at the time, that I'm dying with jealousy, which is what he wanted to hear. Uh, I, I've accepted that. Yes. I, that was, I will say I did want to hear that. <laughs> I, I do find it funny that, like, just, I'm just looking at your, like, video screen, Garyan, about how the quality of your, your camera shot is so much better than Jeff's. And I bought Jeff, like, a $2,000 camera. <laughs> yeah um you know been doing this for a while but uh, that doesn't doesn't shock me necessarily i've actually a couple times i've looked at my phone just to like verify a stat or something and i feel bad because i'll catch myself looking down i'm like oh god i'm doing the jeff thing but yeah, you know, to defend my wednesday uh show uh counterpart uh of the two main shows that you're doing patrick our show is having a lot fewer tech problems with the guests than uh, than the friday show so like you know give jeff a break why did I buy him such the nice camera then? And the good microphone. I understand that, but like, you know, you're having much more trouble on the, the best bet show. We're really not. We're, to... we're really not having problems with that show. Cam's got a great For setup. multiple weeks, you were complaining about people being too bright and not bright enough. Yeah, and, uh... yeah, I was complaining about Rob's lighting. It wasn't a problem with his camera or the fact that he needed to turn his microphone up. And Can I also say, or a hard Gigabyte, was, Gigabyte was the funniest nickname <laughs> I had heard 
I was driving home from the golf course when I heard that and like was drinking some leftover coffee in my cup and I spit Ugh. it on my, on my steering Whatever. Oh, it's black. It's, it's, black. It's, it's black. So it's not like there's milk in it or anything. Uh, I just, honestly, I bought it just to get the stickers and I only had like four or five sips and then I had to go play golf. So anyway, uh, it was the gigabyte was so funny. It, it, the funniest one I thought I had heard was when Gabe called uh, uh, Bronstetter Orville on your show. That I thought was the funniest nickname I had heard. But now I think gigabyte is funnier. It's a very funny name. What's your database say, gigabyte? <laughs> <laughs> it cracked me up. All right, that will do it on the Pat Mayo Experience Sunday Night Live. We'll be back next week. Hopefully, I have a bit more energy. I want to thank you all for watching. I want to thank Tim and Gary for carrying the show for me this week. Appreciate that. Tons. Smash the like on the way out and download, rate, and review the audio podcast. Thank you all for watching. I'm Pat Mayo. I'll see you next time. Pat Mayo Experience. Experience. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.